Jacob. Come on, it's six o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 937 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kinda meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is early break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You can also check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. We talked to Sean Callahan in the first hour. We talked to Parker Gabriel next segment. Thank you for all the mailbag questions as well. You can always call or text us all show long at 402-464-5685. I have a question for you and the listeners. Ready. Question is this. Will you be proud of Nebraska if they end up being on the highest echelon of spending in NIL or instead feel like they're selling their soul to win? 464-5685. Now, this stems because Nebraska announced yesterday they're going to partner with uh, somebody to, to really enhance the NIL at Nebraska, try to make it the most elite out there in the country for NIL standards. Athlete branding and marketing. Not that one. Somebody else, actually. Oh, my God. Um, okay, now hold on. First of all, your question. I'll get to your question. You look that up. Yeah. Your question. Will you be proud of Nebraska if it ends up being on the highest echelon yep. of spending in NIL or instead feel they're selling out? It is selling its soul. I will say this. First of all... By the way, it's Altia Sports. Nebraska has announced a partnership with for NIL. Okay, well, that's wonderful. Now, now here's the deal. It, they're not going to be on the highest ech- echelon, first of all. So don't worry about that. Um, as far as selling its soul, no. That's... Jake, I... No. I had to ask. You're just, you're just participating in the game now. Would you feel better if Nebraska was not in this? No, you'd be howling into your microphone every morning. <laughs> but 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 there's a different there's different levels here, right? That's true. Where let's say you somehow I I don't know what number one's going to be in terms of spend. Well, who knows? For different different schools. But you know you know that there's there's that eight million dollar player out there that's linked to Tennessee. Eight million. Eight million. I did not hear that. Yeah, it's a, it's a story that's circulated. The reason you don't know is because you have to fill in some blanks and nobody's quite sure, but it's a quarterback that's being okay. that it's being linked to Tennessee. If you Google it, you can figure it out. Go ahead do while I'm talking. Nebraska's not going to be at the upper echelon because they don't have the money that some schools that reside in more rich and populous states can generate wow. nebraska's ne- never going to be on the upper echelon but they're they're going to be a, a player in this because they have to be and it's not about selling your soul it's about putting yourself in position to get the players you need to win at a high level okay go ahead this is weird. they're not listing the, the no they're not the players they don't name. listen to player they, the player's name is not listed right. at all uh-uh. 
but per The Athletic, a five-star recruit in the class of 2023 signed an agreement with the school's NIL collective that could pay him more than $8 million by the end of his junior year of college. That's a thing. He would be paid almost... He would be paid 350 k immediately, followed by monthly payouts, escalating to more than $2 million per year once he begins his college career, whoever this person is, right. this five-star quarterback for 2023. So don't, you, don't, you can't think that Nebraska is going to exceed what happens Arch, in the SEC. It's Arch Manning. Yeah, probably Arch Manning. Um, come on, the SEC will, will ramp everything up. Nebraska... Nebraska announced last week that its NIL company, which is ABM, has raised $3.5 million to this point and paid almost $1 million to Husker athletes. Okay? Now, there's other collectives that have raised more than that, but Nebraska's, Nebraska's positioned itself well. And I talk mainly about Nebraska not in – not not it's not so much to me the amount of money 3.5 million that's been raised for their NIL operation for its NIL operation it's more about Nebraska's very organized and is doing things by the book and and it's not it, and Nebraska almost creates its own guardrails to some degree i mean this Nebraska's doing it in a very Nebraska way mm-hmm. it's not willy-nilly it's not something that we – Jared Lambrecht, who heads up ABM, is, does not want to have a company representing Nebraska athletes that's embarrassing, all right? It's very structured. He has a, they have a – ABM has a handsome office. Um, it's – they're teaching kids. This is a learning tool for them, for instance, on how to handle their taxes and things like that. It's well, not just a big cash grab. So you have ABM, and then yesterday, Nebraska partnered with Altius Sports to bolster the NIL program. This is from Huskers.com. Nebraska Athletics has partnered with leading name, image, and likeness advisory and education from Alti- firm Altius Sports Partners to bolster the school's NIL program. Okay. Altius, uh, the launch platform includes ongoing guidance, assessment of departmental initiatives, corporate partner strategies, as well as comprehensive and customized educational services, benefiting all internal and external Nebraska stakeholders as the NIL space continues to change. Hmm. As of yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what to make of all that. That's interesting. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.
On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. It's interesting. Yeah, but this- no, no, Jake, I know you have this this sort of negative bent on this where people are selling their souls. I know. It's you gotta you understand and we've I'll just drive this point home for people who don't listen to the show every day. You are not getting O'Shawn Mathis without a without a formidable NIL offer. Absolutely, you're just not getting him. You're just, just you're just not you're not in the game at that point. Okay, you want some answers from people for from the for the question? Sure. <clears throat> okay, the question was this again: Will you be proud of Nebraska if they end up being on the highest echelon of spending in NIL, or instead feel like they're selling their soul to win? Yeah, I had to put I had to put both extremes there. Uh, Craig says yes, proud. Burden Columbus says not only proud, it's what I've been hoping for. Okay. Jennifer uh, says don't like NAL. It sell it feels like selling your soul, but sadly it's necessary. Yep. So it's kind of like I'm not proud, but I have you know. I don't know. I mean, I just don't. I I, I wish you wouldn't have attached the word selling your soul to <laughs> something that is necessary. I mean, we might all be, have it might to be extreme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone says, I won't care at all as long as it pays off and it's within the rules. How, yes. Now, that, now, there you go. Now, it gets a little cloudy, the discussion within the rules. The rules are the guardrails are not very clear in a lot of cases. So but Nebraska is going to follow them to the best of its of its ability and and Jake, there's a little thing called the compliance office that is always watching. Okay, Nebraska, like everybody else, has an NCA compliance office that is very interested in the goings on of ABM. Okay, it is watched. That nothing's happening over there that would be could be characterized as irresponsible. Jared Lambert is not irresponsible. I mean, the administration at Nebraska is not irresponsible. This isn't the SEC. Um, it's it's we're a little bit more buttoned up here, and that's the way they, they run their operation. Uh, Corey Lincoln chimes in. Corey, Corey says, Corey, Corey, hold on. Thank you for the call. Yeah, that was a good call. It was a great call about your brother biting his tongue as he walked up the stairs at Arrowhead. And it bleeding so profusely that he needed multiple napkins that just stuck to his face during the game as he was, to as he was talking still. smack to an Oklahoma. That must have been quite a scene. I'd like to see a picture of that. Maybe yeah. it wouldn't, though, with all the, all the blood. Yeah. Um, Corey says, proud isn't the right word, but I'd be glad. NIL is not only an essential tool in recruiting today, but it's also a repre- representation of fan support and enthusiasm. Yeah, I think he's right. He's now Corey. Corey has said that from he has he liked the get go. Yeah. Okay, hold on. How did he put it? He a re- says this: a, a reflection of fan support and he's, enthusiasm. He says NIL is not only an essential tool in recruiting today, but it's also a representation of fan support and enthusiasm. It's, a, it's in some ways it's the ultimate representation of fan support. Jake, if me and you had a corporation. Okay, and we and and Jared or somebody ABM approached us 
about giving money, you're not really getting anything back here, right? You're just, <laughs> you know, it's a tax write-off for a corporation. It's not a tax write-off for an individual, but it's a tax write-off for a corporation the way I understand it. So it's that. But you're, you're, there's no real return on your investment other than if Nebraska gets good, it benefits everybody. Sure. So you're doing it for the love of the university, the love of the program, and the love of the state. It's So, yeah, these, these corporate sponsors, I think there's 20-some, that, that have engaged with ABM are you laud them right i mean they're they're doing what they can for that program and and in some cases it it involves a lot of money a lot of money so yeah i, I you know what i agree with Corey on that and here's the thing jake nebraska this is where i come down on nebraska can't afford to be deficient in too many areas that draw players. We're, we have some inherent deficiencies that you have to acknowledge. Absolutely. You just have to acknowledge. All right? I don't bite back when people say you're a flyover state. I don't bite. I mean, we're there's not a lot around here, okay? If There's a lot around USC. There's a lot around Miami. We don't have to go into all that. But we can't. you can't have too many deficiencies. If you were deficient in NIL, I just know this. You, I, a lot of people would be saying, what is going on? How, how, could, how can Nebraska be falling behind in this? So don't, don't complain about it. I, 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 just, I go back to this, and I've said this word for years on this show, is that Nebraska has forgotten how to be developmental as a program, though. Oh, they have not. They have. No, they haven't. They have. That is just inaccurate. It's not. It, it sure is. How many players do you want me to rip through? They they ever heard of some, I look at other schools that are sending a lot of guys to the NFL that are, are not perceived as great players going into college. But They're it, developing. But Wisconsin, I would say Nebraska doesn't develop players. Not like other schools do. They have fallen behind the developmental process compared to other schools in your own conference, in your own fair. division. That's fair. And that's what's, what's first on the agenda just, is beating those teams. But it's not. It's it's Nebraska's issues. It's not like you can point to one thing. Unfortunately, there's a lot that goes in into Nebraska's fall. It's not just lack of development. That's a big part. It is. It's a massive part, actually. Yeah, but what does that have to do with NIL? Well, I again NIL. You're gonna be paying these elite players, and and you Nebraska develop. Nebraska has essentially They're already developed. Nebraska, according to. I know we argue with this all the time about the recruiting services. Nebraska, on paper, is supposed to have better talent going into college than these other schools do. And those schools end up getting better development than Nebraska has with their players. Better, better. I mean, just let's not talk about recruiting rankings today. I don't want to give you... Now, the be, maybe the a better question there. is this. And this is not so much an... Well, it is an NIL. It's an NIL slash transfer portal discussion. What if Nebraska becomes known as a as a program that leans heavily on transfer portal slash NIL? Depends if it works out for them. Right. I I will hold my judgment on that or thoughts until I see if that works out well. Nebraska I, used to take advantage of Prop 48, which is longtime Nebraska fans will understand that they, they kind of took advantage in some ways of a of a rule that allowed them to bring in players that wouldn't that couldn't go to other schools 
and it benefited them. And I don't remember anybody. Well, there was yeah, there was always a little talk about man, they this isn't. Some people were a little uncomfortable with it, but this this is not taking advantage of a loophole. This is not a loophole. This is reality of college football. And if Nebraska doesn't participate, it falls further behind. Yeah, I just know this: the alternative would would elicit elicit a much stronger reaction from you. <laughs> Um, then what's going on now? If it were Nebraska's far behind, they don't have, they have, they have not even raised a million dollars. They have only paid a few athletes. That's probably fair. Yeah, the reaction on your side and my side would be, what is Nebraska doing here? What are what are we doing? I guess. Instead, I guess. Yeah. They, Nebraska in a year's time has moved toward the front yep. of, of the pack. In its NIL and, and operation, again, I can't, I can't see the future, but, but the hope is that it actually it means something. That you know, it's more than something just to be up there in terms of your spend. Now, does, well, is it course. going to mean something on the that's field? That's your hope. That's of course that's what you hope. Uh, by the way, the the the, the, uh, the quarterback that they're referring to at Tennessee is apparently not Arch Manning. Okay, it's a it's a quarterback named Nico Lamaliava. Okay. I might have butchered that last name, but that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. So the story is he has an $8 million deal, NIL deal, waiting for him at Tennessee. Now, some people are going to be re- be confused by this conversation. As far as recruiting goes with NIL, it's not – a player can only enter into an NIL deal after he signs with a team. Now, these right, negotiations right, yep. are not, the way I understand it, really supposed to take place while they're being recruited. Not supposed to. Yeah. But. Again, yeah. Not they're supposed not suppo- to. Technically not supposed to. Um, so that's a little dicey. My understanding is you could maybe present the parameters to a player. Like, this is the potential. Here's the potential earnings. If the if you're a starter for a conference champion, if you're a second string player for a winning team, I I mean there's, I think you can present parameters to them. I, so go back to what you asked. We get a call from Terry in a second. You said do you, will Nebraska eventually be known as a school that relies on what the portal? No, no, I I said what if they okay what if they what if Nebraska becomes a school that is that that proves to be proficient in identifying and procuring players from the portal. Good players. To me, difference-making players. This is going to sound cynical, but I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as someone points out, this is, I, I have the same feeling as Josh in, in Dorchester on the text line. Doesn't that just confirm that you... You're admitting you can't develop players. Then? I don't know. No, because I think there's a mix. I mean, you're just you, taking players that were developed somewhere else and saying, "Yo, no, no, work no." For us Again, here. don't go to the extreme all the time. You still have to develop players within your program. You're just trying to get over the top with players out of the portal, which is what they're doing right now. That's the plan. And I would say they've done a really good job of it. By the way, I mean, it looks like they have. They have gotten players that have moved to the forefront of the depth chart. Tommy Hill. Anthony Grant, Casey Thompson, Trey Palmer, right. Deshaun Singleton. These players were brought in to do exactly what they're doing. Now, now, can you win? 
I, I shouldn't say they've done a good job of landing difference-making talent until they so make they, a yeah, difference. Right. It, it looks good now, but will it matter in the fall? Terry is on the line. Terry is on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Terry, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my phone call. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm just a little confused with what you guys are talking about. Like, And I've said this for a long time, and I hope this is the reason they brought in new coaches. It It's not a talent problem. It's a coaching problem. I mean, when you lose the games that we lost last year, don't you guys think our coaches have had a problem? I kind of think that's what what Jake is saying. They've had a problem developing our players, making them better. Yep. Starting as soon as they come in the program, you know, that's what I saw last year. I, I didn't think it was a talent problem. Just the mistakes that are made on the field, that's a coaching problem. So I'm hoping this year with, with the new hires that we have, um, that that improves. And that's why I see the differences between the Wisconsin's, the Purdue's, and, and us is, to me, those coaches are developing those players, teaching them the right and wrong yep. things to do on the field, and, and the players are, are performing because of that coaching. So that's that's what I think's wrong with Nebraska. I think during the Osborne era, Solich era, we had such great assistants that honestly got the most out of the talent that we had. Um, with their excellent coaching. So, I don't know. That's just my two cents. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Great guys. call. Yeah, uh, Great call. It just goes back to what I'm saying. That if you're getting 10 to 12 guys in the portal every year, you, you just it just shows you're not developing your own guys well enough. I... Right now, if you look at the team, if you ask who are the best players, they're all guys that just came in. You're, no, you're gonna, no, no, not you're gonna true. You're going to put Casey Thompson's up there. Travis Trey Volkler. Palmer. Travis Volkler is a transfer. Anthony Grant. <laughs> Well, right, Volklik was yeah, yeah came from transfer. Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. What guys that came to Nebraska as freshmen are in your best Garrett players? Garrett Nelson. Garrett Nelson. I think he's on the. He's one. He's, he's probably your best defender. He's your best defender. Garrett Nelson right now probably. About, I'd say Quentin Newsom's up there, right? Quentin Newsome was a, a player they brought a in. That's a good, that's yeah, a good example. Something that helps out. Yeah, but, two guys. Now but, hold on. No, just don't don't gloss over your mistake. <laughs> You just named the best two defenders on on Nebraska, and they're not transfers. I'm, but what about offense, though? What about offense? Yeah, Reimer, Reimer and Henrich are good examples. But what about were brought look in. at offense, though. Okay, just how about we stay on defense? I, well, I was going to you're going to your, help how, your how about, side. How about, out. Ty, how, my how, side how about out. Ty Robinson? Is he out of the portal? No, he's your okay. Let's just no, no, hold, stop. Ty Robinson, Casey Rogers are your best two defensive linemen. Where'd they come from? Recruits. Recruits, incoming recruits. Your top two inside Casey linebackers. Rogers is, 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 is injured. It's your top two inside linebackers, Reimer, Nick Henrich. Recruits, not portal. Okay. Your top, your top defensive back, Quentin Newsom. I should stay up front. Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, starting defensive ends, not portal. Okay, you stay on defense. We'll, 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 we'll go to offense in a second. Yeah, well, here, in a second we'll go to offense we in a second. Quentin Newsom, starting corner, not portal. Uh, Miles Farmer, starting. Okay, two starting safeties. Marquise Buford, Miles Farmer, not portal, brought in. Okay, the, the defense is good for Braxton you. Braxton Clark started on Saturday in the spring game with the number one defense. Fifth year player. Jake. How about the other side of the ball? Well, I mean, do you want to do that? I mean, your, your top receiver is a transfer. Yeah, your top tight end was a transfer. Yeah, 
Your quarterback's a transfer. Mm-hmm. Your top running back might be a transfer. Might. Might be. Might. You might have a, a transfer offensive lineman. I don't know, though. Two of your top three running backs were brought in. Yant and Romare Johnson. You've got two transfer linemen. you got Nueli was a transfer from Colorado State. Yeah. Hunter Anthony is a transfer from Oklahoma All you're doing is talking about the world of college football now. That that that's you you use transfers. I just I I look at Wisconsin Iowa though. Back to Terry's call. Keep their guys. Back to Terry's call. It's an interesting call. Terry's take was he thinks it's mainly a coaching issue. What I say to that is yeah, it's partly that. But with Nebraska, when you're three and nine, Terry, it's not just coaching. It's unfortunately it's multiple things. I mean. When you're 15 and 29 as a head coach, yep. when you're 15 and 29, I I kind of am skeptical when people say it's just this. I unfortunately, I think you have to say it is multiple issues. I wish I could say it was just coaching. I don't think I can. It's a big part of it. Yeah, and, and then coaching, then what is it, then are we talking about? Are we talking about in-game coaching, or are we talking about development? Both. Are we talking about recruiting? <laughs> all, all of the above. Right, right. Everything. Right. Cumulative. So I think Terry was ma- mainly talking about in-game and just mistakes that occur in-game, which, you know, that also falls under the practice category. The team's just not prepared well enough. And, yeah, yeah, I mean – you can't really bite back at that when nope. you're 15 and 29. You can't. And for unfortunately, Nebraska has a bunch of coaches right now that are vo- that, that are vulnerable in these discussions. Their record is their record. They can't bite back. I mean, Fred Hoiberg can't really bite back too hard at criticism right now. Nope. What's he gonna say? <laughs> what, yeah. What can he say? To us? I mean, Fred, come on, Fred. <laughs> you're nine and fifty. Parker Gabriel 10. up next at early break in the ticket.